Wavium, the podcast that tries to explain fictional worlds using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. Jeff, did you like how chipper that was? Uh, yeah, it was yeah. pretty chipper. It didn't, so it didn't seem good. sad or tired at all. It was great. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, totally unlike either of us right now. <laughs> it's very true. The listener doesn't know this. We're recording this on a very strange day because I will be unable to record for the next couple of days. <laughs> so it'll be interesting. Got that good mm-hmm. after after work energy. <laughs> right. Ooh, my mic is loud. I am a loud person. That's just normal. Uh, so, Jeff. Uh, Jeffrey. Uh, can I call you Jeff? Uh, I mean, that's what my mother... Well, she doesn't call me Jeff. What but you she, can call me Jeff. What did your, did your mom call you late to dinner? Uh, no. Oh. She'd never do that. <laughs> She'd never do that. <laughs> so I know what you're saying, Jeff. Right. Simon, why did you choose this this subject? Auspicious day to record. <laughs> Well, I assume it's specifically to torture me. Well, it's not to torture you. It's because literally I have no other time for the next seven <laughs> days. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I know what you're saying. You're saying, what, it, like, what do you mean uh, advertising mascots don't have superpowers? Right. Well, we did go through a list of them and found that most of them don't have any superpowers. Yes. Listener... This is gonna. This is the one of the most difficult episodes to to research. <laughs> we have tried to start this this exact episode like five or six times. Yeah, it's been a few. We always get to it. And we're like, you know what? There's just not enough here, but we're gonna do it. No one asked us to, <laughs> but we're gonna. Most do of it. you asked us not to. We're going to do it anyway. Yeah, most of you gave us other ideas. <laughs> but I need this off my plate, so I stop using it as an excuse not to do the other research for this podcast. Yep. So this week we are doing, in general, advertising mascots. So this is like a tag along. Uh, you guys remember, you know, tag alongs, right? The, the cookie. The cookie. Yeah. This is like a, yeah. It's do like they have mascots. I well, I assume it's the Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think they sell Tagalongs. Like, they sell Samoas, but I don't think I they think sell Tagalongs. regional. Oh, maybe. Oh, is, is Tagalongs one of the weird ones? I think so. Yeah, okay. that's sad, because I'm not... I mean, I don't know if that's true. I'm just making up. Like, I know there are some that are weird, but I don't know if that is. Yeah, I think Samoas are, the, are one of the ones that are called different someplace else. Mm. Um, anyway... So this is a tag along to our uh, much beloved uh, the the original good episode of, of serial <laughs> mascots. Yep. Uh, after our two uh, you know crashing in flames episodes uh, of Star Wars and uh, Battlestar Galactica, I think so. Yeah, we learned pretty quick. Not to do sci-fi. <laughs> it's it's kind of funny because you would think like we had been recording together for like twelve ep- uh, no like four episodes five episodes but they were really long. We've been around for more episodes than that. Yeah, yeah. And, well, I mean, before we had recorded those first two that we released for this. Podcast. Oh, you mean at the time? Yeah, yeah. And and it was like like you so you think that we'd be like you know pretty decent at podcasting, but no. <laughs> 
turns out you need to do a thing for a little while before you get good at it. Yeah, we're still not good at it. We're just hanging in there. I think I think we're fa- I think we I think we have a certain a certain joie de vivre uh, that other podcasts have lost. Like we're like, and we're, we're, you can easily tell that joie de vivre by us missing release dates. Like, well, no. We've never released a Mr. Release Date. We have just not released a new episode on them. And it's only happened <laughs> twice. Uh-huh. So I think we're doing pretty good. This is yeah. not our job. So, But yeah, sorry That's about true. that last week. As well as this week, I'm sorry. It's fine. They got a good episode. Yeah, I think that's an episode where I call my dad hot. So it's always good. <laughs> anyway, first advertising mascot. Mm-hmm. Jeff. Simon. I know I know I've told you this this uh this group of questions before uh but mm-hmm. I want to ask you them again so that the listener can hear them. Right. Charles E Cheese. Yes. Uh, also known as Chuck. Oh, okay, I get it. Now. Continue. <laughs> I I originally did this to Jeff and he did not know who I was talking about. <laughs> I like just kind of rolled with it. And uh here we are. Real epiphany. Real epiphany, yes. Chuck. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese, as his friends call him. It's good. The mm-hmm. inner circle. Uh, he is a, <sighs> right. a literal rat in the world, but he is, mm-hmm. you know, what, like five, six feet tall? And he's bipedal. And he has the sense of dignity where he doesn't wear pants, but he does wear a shirt. <laughs> Which I think is strange. I, I mean... Does he wear pants? I don't... Well, I don't know if he wears pants, but, like, you know, I can see a certain certain logic to it. You know, it's real freeing, I guess. But, I mean, like... Full range of motion for your legs. So, I'd like to rescind that Ch- Chuck E. Cheese does wear pants. He wears green pants. Oh, ah, well... I thought he maybe. was just... I thought he was Donald Duck in it, consider. Man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he is, um... He is a rat. So, so what do we think mm-hmm. created Chuck E. Cheese? What do we think he is? Uh, I would like to avoid the things we said for cereal mascots. I think these are all separately. There's a specific laboratory for cereal mascots. <laughs> and all right. other mascots are made independently. Okay. Um, we do know that the rest of the, the uh, Chuck E. Cheese's franchise that that rat runs... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty heavy on like animatronics and stuff, at yeah. least back in the day. Oh yeah. So, do we want to go like a robot kind of kind of explanation I, I, on this one? I'm digging that. Uh, can I go one step further? I can't stop you. I I think he's in uh, like a military grade exosuit. Okay. But listen, like, <laughs> is a rat that is in a rat shaped exosuit, or is a no, I th- human person in a rat-shaped exosuit. I think he's like a human person. I, I'm saying I think Chuck E. Cheese is like John One One Seven. Okay. And here's why. I I think I think that they that there's a that they looked at a rat and they're like it got it has everything we need. You know, <laughs> it's got the archetype warfighter. <laughs> yeah, it's got big old ears for listening. It's got mm-hmm. big old eyes for seeing. Right. And it's got. A big old nose for smelling, and I think I think right. it is it is hardwired. Like the guy can't take off the suit. I think it's hardwired into his brain the sensory inputs of of the 
of the suit. Of the suit. But get it. This is why he's running uh, pizzerias, okay? Mm-hmm. Is because the government agency that he was part of lost their funding, okay? And so they, like, sold the... The boy, the man. The person in the suit to, uh... uh to a chain of pizzerias, yes. Right. Okay. Okay. And so, and I think, I think that that is where the animatronics comes in. Because they want him to seem, you know, like he's part of the gang. But he's not. He's a, he's a very sad old man inside of a giant rat suit. Right. Um, who's like a trained killer. <laughs> who can no longer kill. Who can no longer kill. It's the only way they experience joy. Oh my god, yes, no. Because he, oh my gosh. So, here's the thing. The Chuck E. Cheese suit has been programmed with the inability to harm children or innocents. So they put him in the middle of a bunch of kids, and, and he can't <laughs> he can't fight. That's the thing. So, is it like the the person is also... A crazy person who's just, like, living life trying to do murders? Um, no, but, you know, like, if you if you invent the world's greatest killing machine and you're like, well, I don't, I don't want to kill it, it is a person, uh, but I want to put it someplace where it's not going to do harm, putting it in a mm-hmm. place where it's surrounded by things it can't kill might be a good idea. Right. Okay, so is this... Hmm. I like. Is this my the biggest? Idea? Yes. <laughs> no. Well, yes. A. B. Uh, my sticking point is the U.S. government running out of money to fund a military project. Whoever said it was the U.S. government? Why do you think he? he is... <laughs> Who else would put any money in towards the military research? That's a good question. It is the 1970s, and it is like the heyday <laughs> of, of American bad uh, military projects. So what I was going to say is, I mean, I think the tokens are a little bit reminiscent of another currency, coin-based currency, that is uh, completely valueless, called the peso. Okay. So I think he is South American. <laughs> <laughs> so... I like I, I, I can get behind it a little bit more if it was like you know a private company doing private research like they took out a lot of loans and they were gonna pay it all back after selling this product to the military and yeah. they just they didn't they didn't want to do it the the military couldn't commit the funds the military to this. was like i mean i guess you might say it's a bit of a boondoggle sort of project but you know oh so maybe that's what it is maybe who's it's, to say maybe it's like the uh it's the 1970s who's the president then carter i don't 77? know i'm not gonna pretend like i know president and we already know that i'm bad at president so <laughs> james <laughs> carter it is james carter he was elected in 1977 i knew it so I think it's Jimmy Carter cleaning up, mm-hmm. cleaning up the military industrial uh, uh, complex. Uh, uh, he didn't <laughs> really do all that. the terrifying rat man yeah. machine hybrids. Yeah, like like they brought him to his desk. They were like, "Hey, Mister Jimmy, um, or sorry, uh, President Carter." <laughs> sorry, we're just such good friends that sometimes I forget. Uh, right. Hi, President Carter. 
you uh here's all of our ongoing military projects and he's like we're designing and they just parade them through one at a time (laughs) yeah there's several more (laughs) there's several more failed (laughs) and this is the only one that they could recoup their losses on Mm -hmm. they're like you just can't sell like you know missiles to, to children's pizzerias like you can rat machine people exactly exactly well or maybe like the other ones aren't living like they're like you can decommission missiles. You cannot decommission a human being because <laughs> because that's, that's a murder. Yeah, because that's a murder. That's unethical. Putting a killing machine right. in the middle of a children's pizzeria <laughs> not unethical. It's the ethical alternative. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I I feel like I can get behind that a little bit more. Um. I still want to say that it it was like a private company who made it and then sold the prototype. Yeah, it could be to the government. It could be just to like try to pay off their egregious loans. Okay. Um, but I'll, I'll yeah, I don't I don't know how committed you are to the government I'm, having a hand I'm in it for at least terribly, a minute. I'm not terribly committed to it. I just would like to say it's a little convenient that Jimmy Carter came into presidency the exact year that chuck e cheese came into his uh being right that's all i'm saying i'm just putting it out there and you do with it what you well i mean if if that is the case then like the chuck e cheese franchise would already be like existing they wouldn't like oh now we have this great mascot <laughs> now we know we can do load into the teeth with weapons that <laughs> we can put in the middle of the store oh i don't think to Chuck sell he, pizza to children I, I don't think charles has any weapons i think his yeah i think he is a weapon <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't need anything else yeah he's except he's, for that uh uh mouse shaped rat shaped exosuit oh yeah you, you yeah you've seen lethal weapon right probably uh it's the it's the one with uh danny glover and uh the guy who did passion of the christ man you say that like any of that would mean anything to me oh you know danny glover if you don't uh, know if you say something else they're in i might uh, i don't know Angels actors in the outfield. what maybe you don't know who danny glover is never mind <laughs> yeah i'm surprised you don't know who danny glover is anyway so are you in, in agreement that my idea for Charles is a great idea? Uh, it is a solid idea, I think. I think so, too. Very reminiscent of our Mothman, but our Mothman escaped. Yes. So they learned from that, and they were like, <laughs> we got to put a man inside of it. That way we can control him. <laughs> is that what it is? Oh, yeah. You need to have that, that human element in order to control it. Yeah, yeah. You can't just have the, the, the mindless rage of a moth. <laughs> Which is the exact way I describe most moths. Yeah. <laughs> uh have you ever seen a moth with a light bulb? That's mindless rage right there. Uh alright. <laughs> I guess I can give it to you. <laughs> well, I, I, it's hard to see because they don't have faces, but they're angry. They hate light. They do have faces. I have <laughs> seen lots of moth faces. Before. Oh, I forgot. You... I studied entomology. <laughs> I did. I forgot about that part. Uh, <laughs> well, I was gonna say it's. They don't have malleable faces. They got little sucker faces. 
Not like sucker faces, like they get cheated a lot. I mean, sucker faces, like they got a little right. cross guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I I have completely lost the plot because I was trying to look up Danny Glover movies. Well, apparently, uh, a lot of it is discussing it's about really just. Why are we weapon. talking about moth faces? Apparently, he was in Saw. Using the color purple, he's in Predator Two. I think he's in Predator. He's not in Predator One. I would remember him. In Predator I feel 1. like I've seen zero of these movies. You seen Twenty Twelve? No. Okay. Have you seen? Uh, apparently, he's in the new Jumanji. Don't also don't remember him in that. Uh, he's in the witness. No, no. I you gotta just see his face and you'd be like, oh, I know who this is. He's also apparently in the Prince of Egypt and the Royal Tenenbaums. Also, I seen that. Uh, I have seen the Royal Tenenbaums. Well, he's in Royal Tenenbaums. All right. Guess I'll have to give another watch. He's in Escape from Alcatraz. He's also in Rainmaker and in Death Race. Are we just pivoting to... <laughs> this is to this is the Danny Glover, Glover movies? Appreciation Podcast. Like, we're just going to talk about the movies for a while that Jeff has never seen that Simon's <laughs> apparently very excited about. Okay, so he's... I know him from Lethal Weapon. He plays the... the he plays Murtaugh, who has the very famous line, I'm too old for this poop. Right. Yes. You... I recall that line existing. Yes. Um. Anyway... So how about this, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Chester Cheetah. And I know what you're saying. Is he just a cheetah? I would say no. He's also bipedal. For some reason, they make all these things bipedal. And in <laughs> the video game, Chester Cheetah in the Wild Wild West, it is revealed right. that he is kept alive by Cheetos. <laughs> he needs to at least all have right. a cheese puff in his hand. And it's like a health potion for him. <clears throat> Okay, is it specifically Cheetos, or is it food? Because food keeps most of us alive. (laughs) And I know, (laughs) like, it's a loose definition, but Cheetos does fall under the definition Uh, of food. It is edible. At Uh, least a little. So here's the thing. It is is a cheese puff that he has to Mm -hmm. consume. Um, And it is not like a eating to survive. It's it's like a health put. It's like when he is taken damage, when he is mm-hmm. injured, he eats a cheese puff. He's all better again. Okay. So, so what I'm saying is that we have to come up with a way that you could have an anthropomorphized cheetah who, and and who is healed by cheese puffs. Right, and I think that <laughs> the starting point should be cheese puffs as some sort of health potion. And then work our way from there to to the cheetah. So so what if he is made out of cheese puff and he is just consuming material to heal himself? Okay, so so that's a bad. Idea. Why would he not then just like slam it into the open wound? Why would you not just slam it, jam it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that's a good question. This is a very honest answer. Uh. I didn't think that far ahead, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> I would say, I would say, because why don't you just slam meat into your open wounds? No, you got to eat the meat for it to heal you. Haven't you ever played a video game? God. Uh, no, you're right. You do have to eat a lot of wheels of cheese to get healed. Yeah, it's because um, it's got so little protein in it. That's a lie. Cheese got a lot of protein in it. Um... 
where were we on the <clears throat> on the cheetah situation? Um, I think that <laughs> Cheetos were made first as like uh, a way to. It's like a super soldier serum. I, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I want to say as a way to convey health, but I feel like that's a weird way to say heal people. As to convey um, health. Oh. <laughs> just like here, please take these you. four units of health. It's like it's like a Victorian like uh, oh. Like Charles couldn't make it today, and you're like, "Oh, convey health to him." <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Cheetos are supposed to be like the the perfect like health serum for everybody, but they could only be, only make it work for Chester Cheetah. I uh, uh, oh, I like this. Sorry, what? Do you want me to keep talking? No, well, I mean, one of us should, but yeah, it's, um... Did you not have more? I don't know where they found Chester Cheetah, and why they used Chester Cheetah as the archetype and, like, model for for their health Cheetos. Here's the thing, okay? I'm gonna close Mm -hmm. my blinds, because the sun is right in my eyes, because it's very early in the day. Or very late. Mm-hmm. It, it's the perfect time for sun to be in my eyes. <laughs> okay. So here we go. I think uh-huh. I think that you're right. That they were trying to come up with this serum. That would be like a health potion. It would be like automatic heal. Uh, mm-hmm. But what they ended up doing. So they ended up doing animal testing on a cheetah. Okay. Because obviously okay. A- easiest animal to get. <laughs> I mean once they tire out. It's easy to catch them. Yeah. yeah and like They and, run so fast. They're, they're bound to tire out sooner or later. And that's the thing, is that they were like, we don't want this to just to work for people. We want this to work for everything. So right. they, they're, trying out, they're trying out all these remedies, okay? And I think mm-hmm. that just the combination of the, the things that they were trying is like the limitless pill. It started to like heal, <laughs> heal Chester Cheetah to the point where uh-huh. he becomes like human. Like where, where it starts to like, okay. like, like, not only repair his brain, but also improve mm-hmm. his cognition by creating new pathways. Okay. Um, and so his brain grows, and he becomes I, like a like a talking cheetah. But he has right. to continue to consume Cheetos, or, or he reverts back to a, a normal cheetah. Yeah, it's kind of like a flowers for Algernon kind of situation. Right. Yeah. You know that classic classic story. Yeah, I sure do. I I hope you've read Flowers for Algernon, because you would love it. I haven't. You should. You would love it. It's very <laughs> okay. short. It's I'll like, put it on the list. It's like five pages. <laughs> I feel like that's not correct. Uh, I can only really remember five pages of it. Five pages? <laughs> oh, it's a short story. Okay. Yeah, it's not like a... I don't think it's a book. I don't remember mm. it being a book. Um, so yeah, they, they formulated this thing and it worked for a cheetah. And then what they, they ran out of R and D money. So they just sell it as a cheesy snack. What I think is, um, I don't know. I don't like the idea that they ran out of money. Yeah. We just did that one, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And I kind of want, I kind of want it to be something that's like, like, maybe more nefarious maybe not more nefarious but like but maybe it's like the extra like the cheese puffs okay 
mm-hmm. are like what keeps the extra pathways in his brain going. Uh-huh. So it's like it's like fuel for the brain, but he, only his brain. <laughs> I I I don't. Maybe he just thinks that. She, and he's just like is very charismatic and was able to convince them to mass produce them for him. And since he, I mean, he's just one cheetah. He can't eat all of those cheetahs. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's when he convinced them to sell it to the masses at large. And yeah. really, it's Chester Cheetah in charge of the whole operation at this point. Oh yeah, I think I think Chester Cheetah has consumed the CEO of of the Cheetos company and is because you have to remember he is a cheetah. He, yeah, he yeah he is a large cat. He will kill everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he has a vendetta against uh, humanity, and he's trying to sell us um, unhealthy food to kill us. I I think it's less that he has a vendetta against humanity. I think it's that he became too powerful, and with the Cheetos, they can't like tranquilize him because it just like it's filtered out of the system too fast. So they have to abide by what he says and keep making him more Cheetos and keep making him more money by selling those Cheetos. So that they can make more Cheetos. I like it. I think it works. I also think that the coolest showdown in the world would be Chester Cheetah versus Tony the Tiger because that would be awesome. <laughs> it would be pretty great. Yeah, it'd be, yeah, I would love that. I feel like Tony the Tiger would win because he's, you know... A tiger. Yeah, he's unto a god. Uh, <laughs> he's a he's a four hundred pound tiger, and Jason mm-hmm. Cheetah is maybe a hundred and sixty pound <laughs> cheetah. He's not very big for a cheetah. Uh, he also eats a lot of Cheetos, he which does. probably isn't great. He does, and he is. He always has those sunglasses on, which make, makes me think that maybe he's not completely sober. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's that. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm liking it. So we got a failed military experiment, uh, failed uh, pretty much the plot to uh, Planet of the Apes, but with (laughs) Cheetah. Mm -hmm. And then how about this? Uh, Mr. Clean, you know, the bald man who's very sexy. That's, you're just describing me. That's true. Actually, if you, if you worked out a whole bunch and then got a a piercing, Mm -hmm. you would look exactly like <laughs> I'll, uh, and I I'll don't, go ahead and take that as a compliment I don't mean to say that all bald men look the same <laughs> <laughs> Right, right, good catch Just look very similar Also, if you, because you're like my my height, right? You're like somewhere in like, uh, the tall five foot yeah. area Yeah, I feel like you had to grow a little bit too Anyway, yeah, well, Mr. Clean We'll get there And I know what you're wondering does Mr. Clean have a superpower? And I know you asked me this when I said I was going to Yeah, do that this. is the exact question I asked. And the answer is kind of because he just nods and <laughs> mm-hmm. everything is clean. Now, here's the crazy thing about this. How does he know what the dirt is? And what are the... Well, are and the here's the thing. Is he things? nodding at the dirt or nodding at the person who needs things cleaned? I think he's nodding at the person who needs things clean. I think he. I think whoever needs things clean just like swoons him. for a while, and he goes and cleans after like, <laughs> you know, putting them in the recovery position and laying them nicely on the couch. So what you're saying is that he's just a very sexy man. Just a yes. very sexy man. 
Like he's so he is so sexy that the cameras videotaping him break. Well, I mean, he needs a little salesmanship. Like he's not going to have that bit recorded. Okay. Okay. So you think it's just all a farce? Well, I he is still a very sexy man. Oh, okay. I don't think that that removes the fact that there's a, there's a difference between very like John Ham and John Ham who can instantly make anything clean. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I don't think he's instantly making things clean. I think he is. You think he's just cleaning? Yeah. Uh huh. Which I mean is perfectly doable. <laughs> they he sells some fine cleaning products. This is the point in time where Jeff is sick of my. <laughs> Think of my uh, my idea what makes content for this podcast and is just abandoning it. Fine, Jeff. He just cleans stuff. He's just a no. Real I mean, if you want, no, like, no, 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 we no, can take no, a different tack. No, like, no, it's fine. he has some weird, like, mimetic, like, psychic powers. No, 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 like, because guess what? Tied along with just being kind of a sexy dude. Do you know who the next thing is? It's going to be the scrubby bubbles thing. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be an Yeah, an real sexy <laughs> scrubby brushes. <laughs> you swoon whenever you see them. They clean up. <laughs> They're also perfect salesmen. <laughs> yeah, I would like to say, what are the scrubby bubbles things? I, I like to think that the the scrubby bubbles is their waste product. Um, is whose waste, pro- waste product? Like the scr- Mr. Like, Clean's? No, the Scrubby Bubbles thing. You all, we've decided. We are finished with Mr. Clean. <laughs> <laughs> You've already decided that that is not for Simon. That is not Simon's p- space to play in. He, he cannot <laughs> that play in that. just Jeff's special space <laughs> with a very sexy, clean man. Sexy, yeah. Bulging, muscled, clean man with very tiny legs and no butt. But, yeah, so now we're on to the next thing, which is the Scrubby Bubbles mascot, which is a scrubber with a face on it that can clean stuff. And All right. I mean, do you want to take point? Because I apparently well, just kind of well, yeah, I do took because... complete ownership of the last one. You can yeah. have this one oh, if you yeah. want. Yeah, no, I want ownership of this one because I already have the answer. And I'm not just rambling to fill in the time so I can answer it myself. This, is it nanobots? It's na- It's close. <laughs> <laughs> It's obviously the Scrubby Bubbles thing is uh, an alien that, uh, like, its waste product is surfactants so that when it, mm-hmm. when it goes over grime, it can pick mm-hmm. up the grime by, by ripping it off of the, off the like, it scrub, like, like, it has baleen, essentially, on, like, it's on its bottom. Like, it's got, like, fibrous, like, mm-hmm. teeth, and it, it'll scrub itself to, like, knock the dirt off, and that's what it eats. And the foam obviously comes from the surfactants it produces to get that grime off of the area. Okay, so are, is that still a waste product and just like a really, really efficient system, do you think? Or Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's the waste product it produces from the dirt is the surfactant it uses to get the dirt off. Okay, uh, yeah. so we just like found this uh, like... So um, that's what Scrubby Bubbles is. Scrubby Bubbles <laughs> is the waste product from that creature. Oh, okay, yeah. so... It's, there's, like, one creature who births all these scrubbing bubbles. Yeah, they they reproduce asexually, so because we got one, we've been oh, able okay. to, like, like uh, what's, in, excuse me, industrialize uh, the process of making scrubby bubbles. And, and now, I say we, like, I'm part of this. 
<laughs> well, you seem to have some insider knowledge, so you might be. I, I, apparently I do. Yeah, and so I think I think that they are now taking this alien and um, using its uh, waste product to clean people's grout. Okay, so is it like, I guess where I'm, I'm confused, is it like the, I don't even know how they come, like, packaged, is it like a... a spray a can oh so scrubby bubbles is, like, a, is it a powder no scrubby bubbles is a spray i believe it's a spray when i've seen it okay. it's been a spray <laughs> you've never seen <laughs> jeff you, you don't even engage with life man <laughs> no i just have my mr clean fantasies and hope that my bathroom gets cleaned up one day yeah you're like i'm never gonna touch that scrubby <laughs> bubbles i it's mr clean <laughs> mr nothing. clean's bound to show up one day if it, I don't even use paper towels, I because Mister Clean doesn't make them. <laughs> Got so many or, magic erasers ready to go though. <laughs> so many magic erasers. <laughs> I was gonna say, or it's brawny. You only use brawny, and because that's also got a very sexy man on it. That's true. Yeah, the brawny man. I think personally, for me, the brawny man does it more than Mister Clean. Got that lumberjack vibe. Huh? It does, like, but it's the it's the like. It's the chiseled jaw and the forearms that are like the size of like uh uh the, of the tree he probably just fell. Yeah, I was gonna say like uh the hydraulic jacks that mechanics use to lift cars, but also I guess trees are probably an easier to grasp <laughs> idea of circumference. <laughs> right. <laughs> um uh, so yeah, back to your, your scrubbing bubbles. Like so I am, are you? Simon, your Discord has crashed, hasn't it? No, I hear you clicking, and I see that I still hey. have output. Are you back? I am back. I sorry, it's my good. computer is I vamped while out. you were gone. Oh cool. Um, well, hopefully so I you're, to sync. <laughs> I mean it wasn't good, so there's that. The scrubbing bubbles are like is it a solution of Yes these organisms? Uh no no, no, no. so the organisms are not in the solution. What what is harvested is like the mm-hmm. like the, I, what I'm thinking is like a slug like that kind of potassium sulfate or potassium mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, oh, okay, that, I see. What so what they're selling is just that. Yeah, like the the waste byproduct that yeah. they make. Yeah, because oh, okay. obviously I had in my head is like is a microorganism or something. No, no. When I said it was like nanobots, I meant like it's a weird thing that is bad it doesn't make sense <laughs> that is nothing like nanobots Got that is it. nothing like nanobots yeah that's where you were confused you yeah i i still had that you know in my head when you said it's like that that's my mistake yeah and uh, listen i accept your apology it's all right well thank you that's very <laughs> gracious of you simon because next i mean i think next is the pillsbury doughboy Ah, uh, yeah all we'll right. say a pillsbury well, doughboy well i mean you said it you can't take it back from the audience. They want it now. They want it. They're hungry for it. They want to eat that little boy. <laughs> mm. You want to take a second pass at that? Eat that little boy? Oh, I guess I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, but maybe we should leave it in there because, you know, maybe the, the adults will get it. They'll get a good chuckle out of it. And the, it's a, Yeah, it's a completely innocent thing that you said. Yeah, well, because he's literally... To my boy... My boy? To my boy! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's after work. I've worked a long day. Uh huh. To my uh mind, the Pillsbury Doughboy mm-hmm. is made out of dough. Right. 
Uh, well, he is a doughboy. And again, we did recently answer this because the Shrek, because we did the Gingerbread Man, right? But oh, now yeah, I need yeah, to answer what the doughboy is because I don't think he's not baked. First of all, and that's the big difference. Mm-hmm. And second of all, I feel like he has. I don't know if there's only one Pillsbury Doughboy or if there's several. And I don't know. Do is the stuff that Pillsbury sells supposed to be the body parts of the Doughboy? I. That's a good question. Like my <laughs> initial thought on how to explain the Doughboy was that it's like a sourdough starter or something that gains sapience. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That they let like like this is like millennia old sourdough starter right um i guess actually with that logic yeah they would have to to that's 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 the yeast that they use that is the yeast that all yeast comes from is the doughboy i like this idea mainly because Mm -hmm. it means that i am like eating the flesh of an like this is like (laughs) a thing to like encourage people to be you know eat less meat you'll you'll eat the flesh of something if you eat pillsbury Right. I mean, it's not... Healthy. And really, it's the, the knowledge that it's, <laughs> that it's the flesh of a living thing that make people want to eat meat. Is that is that not why you eat meat? Uh, I mean, I eat it because it's tasty. Oh, so you haven't, like, eaten, eaten say, a Highland cow steak while looking the mother of the child that at, you're at eating that in the eye? cow's best friend. No, I haven't. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe you should. <laughs> I well, I mean nothing's stopping me. I guess I'd have to meet a couple of Highland cows first. I I know a bunch. (laughs) You'd like to meet them. (laughs) (laughs) They're cool and probably Uh, tasty. They, uh, most of them are cool. One of them is (laughs) mean and scares me, and I don't go near her because I'm worried she's going to kill me. Other ones I like. (laughs) Right, that's fair. Of course. So we got the Pillsbury Doughboy. That was an easy one. Listen, guys. <laughs> they can't all be winners. Right, well, hey. I think it worked well. Everything fell into place. Yeah. We're, we're thinking it's... I, I like the idea that it is the place that all yeast comes from. Like, all baker's yeast comes from is this Doughboy. It, was, it started off mm-hmm. as a sourdough starter, and then it just slowly morphed into this kind of sentient creature that can, like, break off mm-hmm. chunks of it and give itself... It's like the giving tree, but it's, a, again, a small boy. Right. <laughs> it's like the giving tree, but it's, like, way darker because at the beginning, it's it's a small boy that they're slowly chopping apart. And he's giving and he's near, he's not receiving anything. I mean, he's he's receiving the, the happiness of the altruistic giving that yeah. they're doing. Yeah, I, I also don't know if he's intelligent enough to understand sadness because he, he starts giggling <laughs> if you just poke him. Like, Do you not do that too? <laughs> Is that just me and the doughboy? I, I think that's just you and the doughboy. Maybe, hmm. maybe that's your real father. Maybe your real father is the doughboy. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff's father. I've never met you before. <laughs> but I'm willing to say on a recorded uh, recorder. <laughs> willing to accuse him of not being my, of, my birth father. Not being a birth father and instead it being a uh, millennial old sentient uh, pile of dough. Right. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, is a reasonable accusation any person could make. Yeah, anyone who's met you is like, that guy? Huge pile of dough. It's like a big old <laughs> body of yeast. 
Like, if I wanted to bake a bread, I would cut off his fingers and use those <laughs> to leaven it. Uh, it's just, I like the comfortable silences that uh, just exist in this podcast sometimes. I, well, I have to carefully measure, like, do I have a decent comeback that will work on a safe for work podcast? Or... Oh yeah. Do I choose slightly uncomfortable silence? I think slightly uncomfortable silence would be just as funny as anything else I could say. I think so too. And I mean like no, but you can't come back at me with anything, man. I'm the I am the perfect the dough master. I am yeah, I'm not a dough boy. I'm a dough man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh All right. We, we can move on. Powerful I'm sorry. powerful <laughs> Flag to plant there. I'm not a dough boy. I'm a dough man. I want someone to put that into a shirt. We need listeners just so that we can make that into a shirt and sell it. <laughs> uh, okay. So how about how about this next next mm-hmm. mascot, the Kool Aid Man? Okay. Here's our right. here's his powers. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unbreakable, infinite inertia, made of glass though. Mobile and full of liquid, right? Okay. And All right. I hear, I hear those. I hear those as as uh, as uh, you know. Maxwell would have said, "I hear those uh, uh, cogs and uh, spokes just turning around." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you got an answer for me. It's gonna. It's, it's gonna <laughs> happen. Um, or you're oh, cutting I didn't out. realize I can't that's tell. what you wanted to wait for. I thought you were waiting for me to pick which question I wanted to ask first. Oh, you can ask um, any question, because I think he is... I have no idea what he is. <laughs> Good. Well, I'll help you get there. Um, yeah, get me there, Jeff. Get me over that finish line. How How's he walk around being all made of glass and whatnot? That's what I'm thinking, too. And... <laughs> the answer is and the answer. very hot glass. <laughs> he is. Yes. <laughs> that's not Kool-Aid in him. That's lava. That's hot aid. That's, yeah. that's hot aid. <laughs> My audio. So this is the weirdest thing. My audio goes from being like barely perceptible to completely blown out in a matter of <laughs> seconds. Yeah, no, that's uh, what life's like talking to you, Simon. Uh, well, you know, Jeff, somebody, uh, listen, I, I, I someone's got to yeah. bring the heat. Someone's got to bring somebody's that spice. Somebody's got to temper it to strengthen. Yeah, it. we're like, we're like, we we know that you're the one bringing the heat. Yeah, we're like chili and yogurt. Okay, like I'm the I'm the hot. I'm that fire. I'm that like, and you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are like that. Ah, it's like kind of like that soft. Like maybe a little bit sweet after having that little bit of spice. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Mm, this is good. It's the the complete package. The com- us too. Us too. We're not functional on our own. You ever eat just like raw chili? Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess I guess I have just or, had plain yogurt. Or ever eat <laughs> yogurt just is- raw yogurt? Also disgusting. <laughs> I, plain yogurt is pretty good. I I could I think people could stomach you. You're like a nutritious, but you're not like, you don't got that, like, fire. Like, you're like a breakfast. Right, you're not like right. a meal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I get with, you. With I me, get you. you're a meal. <laughs> Listen, this is, I am so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, could hardly tell. 
I've been working too much. Okay, Kool Aid Man. He's made of glass. Right. How does glass move? Right. Um, <laughs> by being hot. By being hot. Yeah, I, it's what I think. I, I. What if he just moves really slowly, like <laughs> over the course of centuries? So, I guess the the problem with that would be like the walls shattering as yeah. he busts through no he's made of inertia which is probably just the like fact that it, he, yeah no yep, i continue to shoot down my ideas yeah that's what i'm here for i'm tempering your heat um i <laughs> uh, sorry i gotta touch back on he's made of inertia so he's just always going forward, always looking to bust through walls. I see, but that's what I'm saying. Like he busts through a lot of walls, and he, he like, like it does not matter what that wall is made out of. Like six six inches of steel, the the hull of an aircraft carrier does not matter. Mm-hmm. He's the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> um. So, but but here's the thing. I like the idea that maybe he's just like a little bit warm. Uh, yeah, I think he's just maybe a little bit like like he is a, made of a glass with some kind of uh, some kind of additive. Listen, I'm not a material scientist that lowers <laughs> lowers the transition point of glass, so it keeps it from solidifying. Mm-hmm. Okay, and maybe it makes it like a little bit a uh, little bit magnetic. Okay, and I think the red fluid on the inside of him is not Kool Aid. I I also don't think it's lava, but I do think mm-hmm. it is like a some kind of um, very dense, very magnetic metal that um, that responds to the uh, to the electric field of the Earth to like like create um, or maybe maybe it's like radioactive um, and so it's like slowly heating. Like maybe he's like critical all the time. Okay, and he's just slowly I can warm. See that? I did like you know whatever that liquid is being dense yeah because that will help him bust through walls and you know what's dense is uranium dioxide <laughs> it's very dense and you know you get enough like maybe that's what the glass is maybe he's not maybe he's just a nuclear reactor i just listened to midnight at chernobyl just a <laughs> sapient nuclear reactor uh, yeah essentially i think he's just a nuclear maybe maybe he's a nuclear powered robot and they were like, but what if he's okay. made of glass? A uh, glass robot. He's a glass robot. But so here's All the right. thing. I don't think he I don't think he busts through walls. I think he is so radioactive. I think he like <laughs> like melts walls. Like the walls are exploding out from him. Okay. And that's how he's always unscathed after busting through. Yeah, yeah. He's I think he's just bleeding radiation. Okay. And all of the children and families he visits in the commercials are now dead. <laughs> yeah, no, there there isn't a good good outcome here. There is not. Um but well No, yeah, the outcome's bad. They do get Kool-Aid in the meantime though. So that's pretty nice. I like I like the fact I like that. Because Kool Aid sounds like, uh, like maybe it sounds like in a different universe, Kool Aid would be the like coolant they use in nuclear reactors. I understand that the coolant right. they use in nuclear reactors is water. Shut up! This is my special coolant. You can't stop Simon from calling water Kool Aid from now on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they call it Kool Aid. It was it, it's like a it's like a marketing scheme. Like they're like. 
<laughs> they're like, listen, this is this is the new fango technology. It's cooled with Kool Aid. It aids in cooling. <laughs> and here's our mascot. He has Hawaiian shorts. And obviously, in this universe, all advertising is done by DJs. Shock shocks. Yeah, shock shocks. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, that goes without saying. Chef. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes perfect sense. I, I it's the universe I want to live in. Oh, maybe not. Uh, but yeah, I'm not sure about that. It sounds like a bad universe. <laughs> sounds like a very uh, a universe where capitalism has taken over everything. <laughs> <sighs> it's good fun right there. It's, it's good, good fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. So here we go. Uh, you think one more? I'm thinking one more. We could probably afford yeah. one more. Let's let we'll, we'll, we got out of the budget. Yeah, we'll cut out all the uhs and ums, and I got criticized that today that I said uh too much. And yeah, all right. Well, know. it's not. It's I not just like on my mind. Time? I I have. Yeah, no, I have. Oh. Uh, I want my hmm. brain to keep moving, and uh, it's not. <laughs> just have to keep the momentum going. Yeah, because my brain is is bad and stupid and doesn't know what's going on most of the time. So yeah, well, I mean, between the two of us, maybe maybe eventually one of the brains will work good. Yeah, it will get, so here's the thing. I think I think you got the brain and I got the fire. That's what I bring. <laughs> I bring that spice. <laughs> you know when you're like having trouble thinking of a word and you're like, I really want some chili right now. <laughs> I want some like, wait, what is the, I have already curry. Curry, I think was the word I was trying to think of. And I think I said chili. Yeah. Yeah. So is I, that it? I meant to say curry. It makes a lot more sense to have yogurt there than with chili, I I'm guess. aware, because it, that is a traditional Indian food, is to actually have yogurt with chili, or have like a like a fermented milk, like, like kind of like a sour cream. It's like a cooling mm-hmm. effect. Yeah, so that's on me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm confusing a lot Don't of Don't worry, Simon's going to go in and, and punch in... It's not gonna curry sound every time you said chili. <laughs> it's not gonna sound can, like I'm filling in audio at all. It's not gonna sound like ADR. It's gonna be <laughs> totally seamless. <laughs> oh, good, good. Um. Anyway, Jeff. Yeah. I, we got? I wanted to bring out. We still have one more in the budget. I I think we still got one more in the budget, and I think it's gonna be a fast one because I'm feeling it. All right. I want the hamburger helper glove. I'm feeling that was your contribution, and I want to do it. That, I did call one thing out you when did. you were making the well, list. You called out a couple, but I had just already shot down the other ones. <laughs> but you already destroyed, just torpedoed the other ideas. Because, well, because come on, Jeff. I'm again the curry. I'm hot and spicy. I'm I'm there. I'm here. You know me. Yeah, yeah, can't keep you down. Can't keep me down. Uh, so, so since you're the ideas man, uh, how that hamburger helper glove do? How that hamburger helper glove do? So here's the things I'm having difficulty with, okay? First right. of all, he uh-huh. finds his way into people's homes. He has no legs. Uh, second of all... Well, he's got those fingers. He does. So do we think he walks like a, like a child doing a dinosaur? Because I kind of like that idea. 100%. Yeah. How, okay. how else would he walk? He doesn't have legs. It's true. So then, but is... Uh, how does he... Okay. Um, here's the thing I have with that. If he is walking like that... Right. Is, does he eat by just like lowering himself to the ground and just like 
lapping up whatever's beneath him. <laughs> I, I, is this a creature? I think it's a creature. It has bones. It has a brain. Do we think it has bones? Well, like, hmm. Oh, do we think it's is like it hollow like a glove? <laughs> well, but I feel like that would just that would be a waste. Like, why would it? Why would you waste that space? If you know hmm. what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Like, like it's got to be full of something. Like, is it fluid? Is it just like fluid-filled sacks that it slowly inflates and deflates to create the movement of hands? The hmm, that would start to make sense. That starts. Why it's sense. able to move around? Well, because I was wondering if you thought it was it's not like, like it has muscles. Otherwise, I mean, yeah, I always thought you were saying it was going to be like because it has the facial muscles. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and so maybe all all of its fingers are tied to like a central body of, of muscles like a like a bug, uh, so it can like move mm-hmm. off of hinges and, and pulleys and stuff. Okay, and that's what the you know the the main part of the glove is is just that just massive muscles to to emulate the rest of the glove. Yes, exactly. It's All just right. like it's just a glove, and I like the fact that it just like I like the fact that it's walking like a child doing a dinosaur. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that would be like the main walking. Once it's mostly there, then I'll flip over right side up so it can use the digits for other things, though. So here's a crazy thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> what'd you say? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Just here's a crazy thing. Uh, the glove. <laughs> The glove. So there's a, a 1979 short film called Attack of the Helping Hand. Uh, okay. Uh, about the hamburger helping helper, helping hand, uh, and the Pillsbury Doughboy, uh, where a milkman shows up to a woman's house. Uh, he touches her on the shoulder, and she mistakes him for the helping hand. She wrestles him to the floor. When he tells her where the hand is hiding, it then proceeds to kill the milkman with a kitchen knife in retaliation for telling on him. The woman resorts to trapping the hand in a bucket. The hand screams that it is suffocating and plays dead. As she searches for a trash bag to dispose of the dead hand, it escapes. She catches it and puts it through a blender, killing it, then proceeds to continue preparing her meal. Uh, and opens a can of biscuit de- dough only to find the Pillsbury Doughboy <laughs> on her countertop, presumably startling her, oh, starting her ordeal all over again. So, in this person's I mean, mind, they're just setting up for the sequel with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's like the, that's like the post-credit sequence of a Marvel film, where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, who are they gonna show? And then you're like, ah, oh, it's the Pillsbury Doughboy! It's another mascot! <laughs> <laughs> uh you know like instead of it being like thanos or i don't know thor or right Super so spider-man so it's Super a very or... good and powerful aside and we can work that canon into the rest of the description it 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 hungers for human flesh it's like a, and I... that's why it helps them make food to fatten them up yeah i think it's like it's like the hamburger helper hand is like a face hugger Okay, uh-huh. And I think its only goal is to kill and eat all of humanity. And I think there's several helping hands. I had to take one of my headphones off because I realized I was shouting. And this you take thing. one of your headphones off. You just have four headphones layered. <laughs> you have one playing music. You have one playing monitor. You have another one with, like, 
the Borderlands game that you're playing simultaneously while you record. So here's the thing: I can't, I can't have Audacity and a video game up at the same time because my computer apparently crashes. Found that out last night. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah, that was. It was dishonored too, and I was like, "This is gonna be a rough, rough thing to replay." <laughs> yeah, I think I think the Hamburger Helper is um, a like a a parasite. But instead of it being an internal parasite, it's an external parasite. It tries to, like, fatten you I up mean, and put you full of food so it eats you. That's not a parasite? Is that what you're going to say? I don't know if that's a parasite. That would make us parasites for cows. I mean, uh, so maybe it's not a parasite. Maybe <laughs> it would be. It, it has its husbanded humans. Right. Gotcha. 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 Yeah, that, Does this that can work. If so I it's did, just like... Mm-hmm. Is some alien organism that that landed here one day? I think it's I think it's Earthborn. I think it's I think it's I think it's naturally occurring. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, extraterrestrials would be naturally occurring too. That's very you know, Earth-centric of you. Uh, I um, guess it is. I'm sorry. I believe it's geocentric. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. No, um, it is. It is. I would also like to say. Oh, does this mean that if, if this is husbanding, does this mean that when I marry my girlfriend, that she will kill and eat me one day? This is one of those silences that are really good. <laughs> this is when Jeff is like, boy. I mean, like, like is, really it, is it you are being husbanded is the process of turning you into a husband? Oh, does this mean that or I is husbandry you being a husband? I would say husbandry is... I am husbanded. I maybe so. Are okay. you saying that maybe I'm so? You are the receiver of the husbandry by being the husband. I, that's what I think it is. I'm the husband, and I receive husbandry. I don't give. It, like you don't call a cow your wife. That's just stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, depends on your relationship with the cow. It's true. Okay, I um, don't. I don't. It, you're not having um, romantic relations with a cow. You don't call it your wife. Right. Yeah. I don't. Well, yeah. I. I don't either. I do say that I husband cows, though. Well, I know people who husband. I don't husband cows. I know people who husband cows. You see what I'm saying? Nah, I just, I we don't lost the plot on this one, bud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, think that that's, I think that that's it. I am so, so tired. And Jeff is probably even more tired than me because he is in a different time zone. <laughs> so... So what are we doing with the hamburger helper glove? I, I are we going to finish this one up? Or are we going to save uh, this? Is this going to be the teaser for the next episode? <laughs> the teaser. Next time on Pedantic and Wavium. What is the hamburger helper? Is it a parasite? Is it a husband? <laughs> Where did Lucky get all those children? Um, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, I think the hamburger helper is, uh, like I said, a creature that is husbanding humanity it we are it's it's chattel uh mm-hmm. and we will someday die to the hamburger helper um and, and it'll consume us okay i mean i can't get behind that i think the problem with it though is like i don't know i guess it's like it's marketing or like oh like what is it is its own mascot for like mediocre hamburger and I think that macaroni dishes that's uh oh I, you know what i you know i don't actually don't mind hamburger helper that much it's a little salty 
Um, yeah, like it's solidly all right. That's a good way. Of, like it's it's it is solidly edible. Is what how I would describe it. <laughs> it is fit for human consumption. Um, right. I think it's nepotism. I think it is. Um, oh, it just like the papa helper hired his nephew to do marketing yeah yeah and the nephew just had bad ideas and made itself the mascot i think it's i think it's good ideas i think i think the nephew has been like hey papa i I like i I went to school i did human studies where i studied humans Mm -hmm. i can market to them okay okay yeah you know what i'm saying i i get that Yeah, yeah yeah and so it's it's completely within its it's you know um pedigree to to be a a star um right yeah oh for sure it's Mm -hmm. and that's exactly and that's exactly what it is and that's why it's not like i think i think part of what the hamburger helper has done is made itself more human you know put a clown nose on it's capped it's it's sharp ferocious (laughs) teeth you know Mm -hmm. now it looks friendly it doesn't look like the abomination that will one day you know um devour us all yeah yeah it's not it's not the the uh uh, devourer of the universe as they call themselves in their native tongue it's hammer right yeah which translates to devourer of the universe (laughs) yeah native tongue yeah in the native tongue it's very weird it's very confusing because when you try and do like the english to hamburger helper uh uh, conversion like like translation a lot of the words Mm -hmm. are the same but they have completely different meanings Mm -hmm. yeah all what what is it false homophones or something i i have no idea i don't know dude i don't even speak english that well or that good yeah i was gonna say and you didn't even lean into the bit by saying you don't talk english that good i know i will so i want people to understand it's not a bit i am genuinely (laughs) bad at speaking (laughs) i genuinely that's fine it's a living language i i think so too descriptivism all the way Mm-hmm. prescriptivists can go you know they can go read their dictionaries <laughs> they can go back to their books yeah nerds their books and that's how i say that word too i and whenever i say it's, books, yeah I think, it's a weird <laughs> weird way that you learned how to say that double o <laughs> yeah so i say i say books and then I also, whenever uh-huh. I say it, I, I push my buck teeth out, and then I push my gla- <laughs> my pretend glasses up on my face. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, people don't like me, <laughs> but I do it every day. <laughs> That's yeah. I I'm helping save the listeners from from the Ever whole me. <laughs> image by making it just a podcast. Yeah, they'll one day they'll one day see me up on stage and be like, "Boy, that guy, total jock." <laughs> <laughs> boy he's all muscly and For strong sure. tall doesn't look nerdy at all <laughs> like mr clean Just like mr clean except he's got hair and a beautiful beard <laughs> See, that's, that's what's funny the people who know me are like oh he's throwing in some like fiction with the reality so people can't guess which one's the fiction one's right the right oh yeah and i, I don't want <laughs> to spoil the the mental image that people might have on you yeah. based on your description well, well, it's, of yourself. The, it's the brawny man is really what i look like the, a blonde brawny man. <laughs> it's pretty close i think so yeah oh yeah i i definitely do not look like a 13 year old boy that is certainly <laughs> not what i look like yeah no definitely not 
definitely closer yeah. to the brownie. Yeah, I don't look like someone decided to take a very chubby 13-year-old and stretch him out. <laughs> Couldn't be farther Could, from yeah, the truth. Yeah, that is absolutely preposterous. <laughs> um, are you want to end this podcast? This is a very long outro. Because we've just been riffing. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the usual outro. So if you're if you're good, if you're done with the rambling, are we good with the rambling? I, I like to call it riffy ramming. That's not what I like to call it. That's a bad is phrase. That the... <laughs> is that the Egyptian actor from Night at the Museum? No, that's Rami Malek. All right, you want to take another pass at a made-up word, or am I going to do the outro? I, you can do it's it. I you. think I was going to go for riffy... Is it, is it, I was trying to think like riffing and then rambling as like a combination words, like riffy ram. How about riffy ram? I like riffy ram. Ram riffing. Riffy ram? How about ram riffing? That sounds a little bit, a little bit more solid on my tongue. Well, good. (laughs) Um, (laughs) well, shut up. (laughs) There, well, it's just, again, here's that list of responses and just crossing them all off, knowing that we're doing a, non-explicit podcast i know ram riffing is not an explicit word no i think the explicit bit was you finding that to be solid on your tongue but that's neither here nor there (laughs) again that's a joke for the adults (laughs) uh so thank you for coming and thank you for listening we have been pedantic and wavium uh we're on the internet Mm mm-hmm at pedanticandwavium.com or phandwavium.com or jefftime.com for now. Someday, maybe I'll use that domain name. Who knows? No. Unlikely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else we got? We're on any podcasting app. You probably found us there. We're on the YouTubes. You might have found us there instead. Uh, we're on P. Uh, we're on P. Hand Wavium at Twitter at P. Hand Wavium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're on Twitter at P. Hand Wavium. Yep. Uh, I think that's pretty close to it. Send us yeah. some show suggestions on the website. Yeah. Thanks it, to it, Joe Zopchak for our theme music. For the music. Yeah. And and you know maybe if you yeah. have a friend who's like, hey, I'm really bad at the outros for my podcast. Do you have anyone I can listen to to maybe model myself? Get after? examples on what not to do. <laughs> Yeah, maybe give us, give us, uh, give us them our name. Give us them our name. That's not the way you order words. No, you did it just about <laughs> as good as I did Twitter thing. Yeah, maybe suggest don't don't record after work. Uh, find weekends to record. <laughs> Make a special day just for recording. Just for recording. Well, before your brain is fried. Yes. I'm curious as to why this woman had hamburger helper and Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> well, I mean, you need the biscuits to to so is it like oh, oh sop oh, up see. all the yeah. all the leavings. Yeah, she's got like like the gravy and pasta hamburger helper, mm-hmm. and then she's like right. But I also want biscuits. That makes sense. Okay, I gotcha. Anyway. when you have carbs in meal, you got to get more carbs in meal. <laughs> I mean, listen, if you're cooking like Simon, it is. Pretty much all cards. It is <laughs> pasta and vegetables. Mmm. Delicioso. Cool. Alright. That's been pedantic and raven. Good night, listener. We love you.